All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. I apologize for the cat and for the loudness. Um, I am learning to edit and learning to record, and I just didn't, I didn't have my earbuds in, so I couldn't tell that everybody else could hear it as loudly as I could. So I'm getting better. Thank you for bearing with me. Um, I will be back next week, next Wednesday, with another episode. I have not decided on the topic yet 100%. I'm thinking fear since it's Halloween week. So we'll see about that. But I hope you all have a good evening and you'll hear me again soon. Our mental health, uh, her and I were both in a very taxing job together. Um, And so we have a little bit of experience. So I will let you introduce yourself, Megan, tell everybody who you are. Hello, um, I am Megan. I'm 28 and I have had a a number of different jobs since high school. Um, Some good, some not so great. I've mostly worked in customer service and which we everybody knows that's a whole like different podcast in itself is how awful customer service jobs can be. Everybody type your server and be nice. <laughs> but yeah, we, I think you and I met a few years ago when I was working at a brewery and yes. that was random. Yeah. We kind of knew of each other for a few years, but then we started working together full time. And I say all the time that there's only a couple of good things that came out of that job. <laughs> and one of them <laughs> is our friendship. So uh, I totally agree. Yeah, it was kind of uh, funny because I worked with... so. For those of you that don't know Megan, uh, she has some friends that are sisters. And I worked with one of the sisters and she was always talking about this girl named Megan. And I was like, she sounds awesome. Like, who is this person? And then she came to work one day and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I totally know you. Yes. <laughs> From back in my Mary Kay day. Yes. That's how we so she did a party with me. So I feel like that's just like the nature of a small town and small community. So right. like, even if you yeah. don't know someone like you always kind of know them peripherally I can't say that word (laughs) yeah um yeah and it just we just really clicked um I think we figured out pretty quickly that both have a lot of similarities Um, I think one thing that really with you and I and our friendship and kind of stood out to me was like just how like being open about mental health and struggling with mental health issues and um, I think we both kind of got glimpses of that from each other and then like you became my work person yeah which is always important to have at any job so yeah especially that one (laughs) yes especially that one (laughs) so at the company we worked for I was the QC and she was the um, office manager and the tap room manager and so we shared the bottom uh, two offices she was in one I was in the other so it was really convenient we were having a really crappy day to go into each other's office and drink some coffee and just take a second and talk and that's when I think I really started to notice that you were a lot like me in that area and we could really talk about this kind of stuff yeah um because I generally don't, I hadn't before you really talked with a lot of people about it. And so it was really nice finding somebody that I felt like understood it a little bit. And that's always a scary thing too, when you like, I think in general, I'm pretty open about my struggles with mental health, but it's always scary because there is still so much of a stigma around it. And depending on who you talk to and their experiences with it, you never know how somebody's going to react. 
you mention any of that stuff and I typically kind of just make jokes about my anxiety and I think you and I just kind of have that same sense of humor when it comes to the struggle with that yeah so it was definitely kind of a saving grace through that job for sure (laughs) yes 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 um, so Gracie gave me some questions, you guys, because nobody posted any questions on <laughs> Facebook or anything. So we've got some teenage questions to go through. Um, one of her, one of the things she wanted to ask was, what are some differences between that job and where you're at now? That's a really good question. Gosh, she's just the best. <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me with that job is, And even the job before that. So part of the reason, just to back, give a little bit of history, part of the reason why I started the job that you and I worked together at was because I could not handle being in customer service anymore. And I have always been really hard on myself, a really hard worker. My parents really instilled that in my sisters and I that, you know, work comes first and you give it your all. And I'd done that for a long time. And I was just like so worn out and kind of um, similar to like your blog post that you posted yesterday about, I kept, I was getting sick all the time. Um, I couldn't take care of myself physically and mentally the way I needed to, because I was putting so much into my job and my body was just kind of like, Hey, no, you, it's time for you to take a break. So I in that job working, I was working at a resort. I was a front desk supervisor um, which is, oh my gosh, resort guests are a whole different <laughs> nightmare, but it oh. was the hours on that were crazy. Um, I was working nights, I was working weekends, holidays, really long hours, minimal breaks. Um, yeah. so a big part of the reason why I took the job that you and I worked out together is because I wanted more of a normal schedule. Um, yeah. And it was a Monday through Friday, you know, 830 to five situation. And I was like, okay, this is great. I can do it. But of course, very quickly turned into something that was just as taxing on my mental <laughs> and physical health. Yeah. Yes. Um, so since leaving there, and actually, I started school at some point during working there where I was just like, you know what? At some point, I'm just going to keep bouncing from job to job to job because I'm not doing what I want to do. I I enrolled in school and went decided I was going to go back to school, which is pretty scary when you're 28. Which I know is is doesn't it's not that old. (laughs) I get it, but you know it's 10 years out of high school. It's a long time to be out of it. So I started doing that, and then. When I left that job, it really did look back on stuff and I didn't realize how miserable I was until looking back on it, kind of told myself then that, you know, I'm I'm not going to put myself in this situation again. With COVID, that's kind of changed things. Now that the job I have now, it's just a much better environment. It's supportive, is healthy. I mean, it still has its stress. It's still a job. Um, And there are days where I feel super overwhelmed, but you know, (laughs) you and I have talked about this before, but there, it was abusive, the environment we were in. It's just like a weight off of me to not have to deal with that anymore. (laughs) 
before I worked at the job we worked at together, I was a para at one of the local elementary schools and I actually loved it. Um, but with kids come sickness and I was sick all, I was getting sick all the time. I I was, I had a really rough six months, eight months working there. And so I decided that I needed to change, uh, that take some time off to get my mental health better or excuse me, my physical health better. And then I went to work there. Um, and yeah, same thing. I mean, it was in the beginning, I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, like Monday through Friday is nice. I can be home by dinner time. You know, I have an office. That's kind of cool. And then, yeah, pretty quickly it was like, oh, just kidding. No. So Monday through Friday is a thing, but you need to work Saturdays too. Um, it's optional, but if you don't, then you're going to be in trouble. Right. And, <laughs> and then I started like finding myself, be, you know, I was at work until like seven o'clock, uh, when I was supposed to be off at five, just constantly, I yeah. was always there. And we, I mean, I have notebooks full because I think myself and a few of, uh, of the other ones were kind of taking notes and keeping track of some of the things that were happening because yeah. we understood that it was not right. And we wanted to just have some kind of proof that, you know, we said something or we did the right thing. We reported it and, you know, it wasn't our fault kind of a thing. And I have, I go through them occasionally. I'm just like, how in the world did I stay there for that long? And it wasn't even like a super long time, a year and a half, but it felt like forever. (laughs) It was was just so hard. I I know. I remember a lot of the times we've talked about this before of you know you say like staying staying later and it's not even like fear of getting in trouble but it's like you feel so bad for leaving your co-workers when oh yeah I think that for me was the hardest thing is that you know even I pretty much did a little bit of everything there and I don't know how many times where I would text you guys and you'd be like, what are you still doing there? And it's like, well, if I leave, there's, you know, there's nobody else here to help with this or, and it's as toxic as the leadership was there in the environment. I will say that I genuinely cared about like everybody that I worked with like directly. And so it's so hard to not, I think both of us are like that where, you know, it really just took a toll on myself and my mental health because it it didn't do didn't make any changes there necessarily (laughs) I know that's one of the most frustrating parts I think so disclosure I'll be I'll just say it right out because why not um I fully reported them multiple times uh to OSHA to the liquor board um because of some things that were happening And I really, really tried. And for that exact reason that you just said, because I loved the coworkers. My coworkers were great. Like there were maybe two or three that, you know, weren't my favorite, but I mean, overall there was a really great staff and I felt bad. I didn't want to leave them. I knew what it meant for me to leave. And then they're down one more body and you know, what Mm -hmm. that meant for their night, they'd be there till midnight. And I was, I just hated that. I felt so bad for them. Yeah. And so I constantly stay. And then, you know, towards the end, I just, again, like the same thing with working at the school, I started getting sick. Um, I was just working constantly. I rarely saw my family. I have a daughter, I'm a single mom. And so that was rough, you know, having to be at work all the time. And then it just, the whole thankful or thanklessness of the job. Yeah. I think that 
for me personally, I'm very big on like positive affirmations. If people tell me, Hey, you're doing a great job. That will do way more for me than you giving me a 50 cent raise. Right. Like it's just the way I'm wired. I like to be told that I'm doing a good job and have that confirmation that it's not just wasted time or wasted work, but somebody notices like, Hey, yeah. that's a good job. And there was just none of that. It was just constant. This is what you're doing wrong. This is what you need to change. And, and, you know, and break. (laughs) And you're like, wait, wait, what? Like, I haven't done a single thing right. I mean, that can be true. I know. And it's, (laughs) well, and to clarify, that was, it was, that was from leadership. Like, the thanklessness. And it's so hard because it's the people that need to recognize that stuff or the people that need to build you up. Like we would get it all the yeah. time from our coworkers or our the same the people that were on the same level as us. You want to help people and you want to help do what you can to create a better environment. But at the end of the day, like yeah, of like I appreciate you. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for cleaning the kitchen. Yeah. Um, things like that. And but- I think that was one you do. We got better or like not that we were either one of us were bad at this in the beginning but like I feel like it made us both want to be more thankful to our coworkers too yeah. that were like actually you know good to us and cared about us as well right like, it made you want to recognize them more because you knew they weren't getting it from management yeah definitely I don't and that to me was such a hard thing because you'd feel like you're doing well or like you get all this you know affirmation from the people that you work with who are who are on the floor with you day to day, the people you spend the most time with, you know, you get all these people who are saying like, thank you for what you're doing. You're doing a great job. I appreciate it. But then you'd get pulled into something else and just get completely like berated and questioned. And so it was just the disconnect. It was so (laughs) stressful. And to me, like my anxiety reached probably the some of the worst anxiety episodes that I've had in years you know I think a lot one thing a lot of people don't realize and this is something I've had to learn is that anxiety is so physical it takes such a physical toll on your body and stress and the way you know you you were really sick at one point quite a while missed almost a whole month of work yeah and I've I am pretty much a hundred percent sure that I would have never gotten that sick if I hadn't been so run down when I got bronchitis right my body was just so spent from all the work and you know not taking days to recoup and re-energize myself I just kept going 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 and then it was like you said you know at a certain point my body was like oh no no you're gonna stop yeah whether you want to or not and I was just down for And I think that, especially now with COVID, like that's such an important thing to remember is that one, your immune system is going to be weaker. Yeah. And two, things to build up your immunity and you take emergency and take your vitamins and exercise and do all these things. But if you're not mentally healthy or if you are like under severe stress, your body is yeah. not going to handle things physically as well as it should. It's just so important. And it's just kind of, you know, there are situations that are not worth it. Yes, having a job is important. Yes, you know, being financially stable is important. And I know not everybody has had the support systems that you and I have had when we've been in, right. you know, financially hard situations. But 
at the end of the day, like your health comes first, mental, mental and physical. And yeah, when you're put in an environment, you know, jobs are jobs. There's more, maybe not right the second because of COVID, but it really is crazy to think like the things that we sat through (laughs) and kept our mouths quiet on. Ultimately, What what are some of your... Like, what are some of the worst ones for you that you remember? That's a tough one without, (laughs) um, right. Yeah. That's a tough one. I think, I think the craziest thing to me is that, I mean, ultimately the reason you and I both had such a difficult time there is because we did speak up. I think you and I kind of got isolated in a lot of ways unnecessarily because people just thought that we were just out to get them it really for me it never came from that sort of place it was just say hey I really do care about the people I work with I want to see this place be successful yeah I think in the beginning I was a lot more you know I want this place to be successful I want you know to see all these awesome things happen I was really excited and then eventually (laughs) It was just like, man, what in the world? So for me, I think it started as more of a, you know, I I genuinely was concerned. Yeah. There were some legit safety issues happening, but I was really like, these are my friends. I don't want them to die. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to see them get hurt. And then towards the end, I was just like, you know what? No, this isn't right. Like, I just wanted them to get in trouble. I think at a certain point, I was just like, I don't care anymore. I don't. I mean, it just. they're not changing they're not trying they're not fixing things then I just kind of got vindictive (laughs) yeah I think I think you and I were a little had a little different approach on that um and I know that there was a lot of resentfulness from you Uh, for good reason I'm not saying it wasn't necessarily justified um based on some of the stuff that you had to endure because I mean and I've said this before too it was your job to call out this stuff that was literally your job that was literally my whole job was to call out (laughs) things that were not safe or the head of the you know quality and safety committee so yeah and so it's told you all the time you know if I was in your position I I don't think I would have lasted as long as you had but I think things that stood out to me most was just like the double standards of people certain people can you know and it would depend on the day too (laughs) yeah and it's just it was just such okay I'm gonna say this I was fired from that job and I was completely blindsided by it this isn't and me talking about this this isn't any sort of like being back at them thing it's just to really just say hey you know if you're if you're in this sort of situation it's okay to get out of it. And yeah. I honestly think me being fired from there was probably one of the best things because yeah. I don't know that I would have left on my own. I still don't know why I was fired. I was never given a real reason. I'm still, you know, yeah, there's some hurt there. Uh, I was blindsided by it, but, you know, it gave me the chance to really think about things and say, hey, is this really what you want to do? Is it worth it to, is any, is a job worth it to go through sort of environment? And I think over the summer, I just telling myself, like, you're going back to school, doing all the right things. And 
it will get to a place where I'll be able to work on my terms and do what's best for me and my health. A little stressful right now, working and going to school. That's not an easy thing for people who do that (laughs) and have kids. More power to you. I don't know how you do it. You know, I had that thought earlier, though, when you said something, I don't know, but that, you know, that kind of worked out perfectly for the two of us, though, as far as school was concerned, because boss was pretty much desperate to keep people and so we were like when I started school I went to EMT school last year and I went to her and I was like listen this is what I want to do and this is what I need from you guys are you willing to negotiate you know are you willing to work around my schedule because then I was going to start looking for another job and they were like oh yeah you know I talked to my boss and we actually got to work it out where I could go to school and still work and that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been in that job I mean most you know, most places aren't that flexible. Yeah, so, and so that was one of the only, you know, good things about it was I felt like there was a little bit of give there where I could get other things done and like make the necessary steps to get in a better place. And you I know? don't think I've ever told you this, but a lot of the reason why I felt like I would be able to go back to school is watching you do what you were doing. Like you, I, I don't know that I have told you that, but you would come to work at 7.30 in the morning, be off at 4, drive to Vancouver, go to class, be at class till what, like 10? 10. <laughs> drive back home, do homework, and you have a teenage daughter, um, and you did a, you did it, and you did it well. And yeah. I know you struggled. I, no, I have no idea how. <laughs> but watching you do that is like, okay, you know, it's, it is doable. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy. I don't want anybody to think that it is. But yeah, you were kind of a lot of lot of the uh, inspiration behind that. Well, thank you, You're friend. Welcome, friend. Oh, yeah, I I don't know. I think that it it worked out in some ways. Obviously, in other ways, it was terrible. But like some of the things, you know, you and I got to be mm-hmm. friends and are still friends and you know, your, your man that you got out of it, that's good. And, you know, there were some good things in there, I was too, wondering if you were going to mention that. Um, <laughs> yes, I met Cameron at that job, and I also had just gotten out of a very bad relationship, which is a yeah. whole different podcast topic. <laughs> cover that later. So I, I really was just not in a good place when I started this job. Um, between leaving yeah. the resort and the personal relationship I was in, I was not in a good place. And while this last job may not, in a lot of ways, it didn't help that. But I do truly believe that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And I am, well, I'm sitting in our cozy little, <laughs> I don't know if cozy is the right <laughs> word, but little apartment. <laughs> I'm in a very healthy relationship. I'm very happy. We get along pretty, pretty damn well. <laughs> and I just, you know, I, I feel more confident than I have in years. Thought this a couple times of would I go through all of that again to be where I'm at right now? And I think a lot of people, you know, you always kind of question decisions that you make or ask, like, you know, I ask God, like, why the hell am I going through this? Like, why is this happening? And I know that things things aren't always going to be easy or perfect but I would go through all of that again to be where I'm at right now yeah I would have to say that I agree as well 
you know, right now being on unemployment because of COVID and everything is stressful. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Finances are tight, but I feel like now, ever since I left that job, I kind of had this mental switch towards the end right before I quit where it was like, you know what? Better than this. I don't have to be stuck in this. I don't have to go to work every day hating my life. Like, that's not what I want for myself. I want to be more outspoken and I want to stand up for myself and, you know, not let people run all over me because I'm a yes man and because I like to help, you know? And it kind of just gave me more of a sense of who I wanted to be. And that job really, if I'm being honest, was the first time I really started to look at mental health and the effect it has on your physical health. Because it did, like I did get so run down. My anxiety and depression were worse at that job than ever before. I mean, like that that year and a half was really really hard on me mentally so ever since that ever since I quit I just feel like I've been on this quest of like I'm not gonna go through that again like I don't know what I have to do to make that happen to where I don't have to go through that again but it's not I'm not gonna let myself be treated like that anymore that is a you know an amazing thing I didn't always used to be outspoken I was shy at one point (laughs) believe it or not so you know it feels good to feel like starting to learn who I am and learn how I want to be treated and I don't put up with as much I feel like now yeah I'm I'm a lot more like this is what I want and if you can't give me that or you know this situation can't give me that then I don't need this situation absolutely and I think I've even seen that with you Um, you know for as long as we work together you and I were kind of each other's like hype men (laughs) and (laughs) yep you know, we had each other's backs for sure, but I have definitely watched you grow and especially with all this, with the podcast and the blog and your website and all that, like it's such a hard thing to do to put yourself out there like that. And it's scary. And I think it's so important, especially right now with everything going on for people like you to do what they're doing and you have the confidence and that you're making it happen. I think definitely think you wouldn't be going through any of this or doing any of this if you hadn't left when you did oh yeah for sure. and I think the more people I'm a huge believer that the more people talk about mental health like it's something that should be just as comfortable to talk about as you know physical health stuff and, and I fought that for a long time I actually I was diagnosed with anxiety depression when I was 19 uh, probably before that I'm pretty sure maybe as a kid yeah. but uh, for a long time I was really against like taking medication and mm. I just kind of avoided it as much as I could which I think a lot of people do but it I mean it really is just as important as fixing a broken arm or if you have diabetes that my mom told me that one time she's like you know if you had diabetes you would be taking insulin it's same and whether or not how you feel about medication for mental health but the idea of taking care of it and the importance of it should be just as high on your priority list as your physical health which I think is one of the things I'm most thankful for is that you really made me understand that on a different level like seeing you saying hey you know you need to take care of your mental health as well like I just don't think that I'd ever gotten that before it was always like I grew up in a different environment. Like my mom wasn't so big on the medication. Um, I mean, we, you know, I'm an adult now and I do what I do. But back then when I was like 15, I, you know, she was scared as a Mm -hmm. mom. 
didn't want her kid to take something that could hurt her and all, all the things. So it just wasn't ever really a focus in my life, the mental health part of it. I mean, I've been going to therapy off and on since I was 15. So it's not like it was new to me, but it was just, I feel like mental health is looked at a lot differently than it was when I was 15. You know, like, I feel like you really opened my eyes to the fact that it's very important. And, you know, it's just like you said, just as important as a broken arm. And I think it's really important for everybody to look at it that way because, you know, it's kind of like the, if you're in an airplane and the plane's going down, you know, you need to put on your mask before you can put on somebody else's. Like if your cup isn't full, then you can't help others, you know, fully. So it's always, you always have to take care of yourself first. I think that's, yeah. And I think you and I both are the kind of people who just have that personality where you want to help everybody else first. I know I'm certainly that way. I've always put other people before me. And that's definitely something I've had to work on the last couple of years. <laughs> I think <laughs> you and I are good about reminding each other of that. But yeah, you yeah. have to, you got to put your mask on before you help anybody else. No reference to COVID there. Mask. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Gracie's questions was, why did, I'll answer this one first. Uh, so she said, why did you stay as long as you did? You know, without being overly dramatic, I really feel like the situation there was brainwashing to an Mm -hmm. extent. Like you were kind of, this is the way it is and this is how we're going to do it. And it just was like, you didn't really question it. It just was what it was. You know, you just did it. And for me, I mean, there was a level of fear of like, okay, if I leave this job, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to pay bills? Because as awful as it was, I knew, I mean, it wasn't like a fresh hell. Like I knew what I was walking into. Yes. You got, you like already knew it's going to be bad. You can just deal with it and figure it out, you know? And so for me, it was more about just, I think being afraid of taking the next step and being afraid of walking away from it. And then what yeah. comes next? That was mine. Well, and you also have, you have somebody else that's relying on you for income and right, stability. Yeah, so sure. you also have that added aspect that makes you know I don't have kids of my own but I fully respect people making decisions that they do to do what's best for your child and I think you've always done that with Gracie and so obviously that adds a whole different layer to you know the fear and you know what can happen when you change your situation like that I think a lot of it for me, you know, we were talking about just loving our coworkers so much. Um, I mean, I truly did. And there's people that, you know, I don't necessarily talk to much anymore, but I really genuinely cared about the people I was working with. And so for me, it was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll do this while I'm in school. I'll go through you know, and stick it out until I finish school. I don't know that I would still be there if, yeah, especially, you know, with COVID and everything. Um, I think that would have, I don't know. I don't think I would have been comfortable working there uh, once that started. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) the other thing too, like we kind of had, you know, our little groove of, like you said, it's that familiarity of knowing what you're walking into and, you know, having yeah. that routine. And I did enjoy, you know, walking in and having coffee with you and 
catching up in the morning and getting your day started. And, you know, people don't like change. Nobody likes change. But yeah. especially when there's uncertainty. Yes. You know, rolled into yes, that definitely. I don't I don't know that I'd still be there if I hadn't <laughs> been forced to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but just for the record, she wasn't the only one fired. Yeah. <laughs> by a long yeah. shot <laughs> yes there were a few heads on the chopping block i believe that week <laughs> yes actually i was not the only one that week and it is unfortunate because there are people that i worked with there that i really you know got along with well and i like i said i was blindsided by it it, it was yeah. it was the best best thing that's happened for me school i'm at a job now that I love my where I'm working right now. Shout out to that Aww. store. It's beautiful and it's new and it's small and there's definitely struggles, but I'm happy to be a part of that. Are you able to mention the name? I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know okay. that I should okay. about running up for her. Well, I'm glad that you're in a place where you're appreciated and you're happy. And, you know, you, it helps to be able to go home to somebody that you're happy to yeah. be with. <laughs> so that's also awesome. Yeah. But... And I know I this is that whole relationship situation, you know, it's for a different day. But I will just say that it's so cliche, so freaking cliche, but you <laughs> will, you'll find that when you're least expecting it. Because yeah. let me tell you, I did not expect any of this. And I, there's so many so many times I'll like look at him and be like is this like is this real life makes me very happy very thank you um so what I tried to put this in my blog post yesterday just kind of like steps for somebody who finds themselves in this position I think that's the last question I want us to answer um like what advice do you have so what I said in my blog post yesterday is basically like once you get to that point where you know this is not a healthy environment, then start making oh, so where your boss will be flexible and work around the schedule. Go back to school yeah. if you can, you know, try to like start taking steps to get yourself out of it. Um, I many, many times just wanted to say epic and walk yeah. right out the door, swing it back and slam it shut. I mean, I can't even tell you the amount of times that I dreamed of that day, but know kids right things and bills (laughs) so you do what you have to do so I kept going back until you know like I said I saw that there was uh the local one of our local school districts was hiring for substitute teachers and I was like you know I struggled financially when I did this before but it was worth it because I loved what I did I loved going to work I loved my coworkers. I was happier I love working around kids. And so for me, it was worth it. You know, the trade-off was mm-hmm. worth it to have like a tighter budget for a while, mm-hmm. but to be happy. And so I think that's kind of uh, everybody's personal experience has to be, you know, different, obviously. But I I think that that kind of has to be what it comes down to where you're like, okay, the the uncomfortableness of changing and quitting this job is less for me now than my misery yes. of being here. And so start like making stuff. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of people don't realize it is really easy to go back to school. Like I, yeah. it is a lot of work. It's doable. And it's not, there are resources. There are people that will help you figure out all the financial aid stuff and help you figure out classes and, it, of course, looks a little different now with COVID. And yes, it is challenging to do school at home. <laughs> um, but right. that was definitely for me, you know, I had a plan of I'm 
going back to school, I was lucky enough that they were flexible enough with that, um, that I could work and do school at the same time. But yeah, it's money does not equal happiness. And I was making more money at that time than I am now. um, But I'm happier now. And I'd say if you do find yourself in that situation, you know, always keep your resume updated. That's something that I have always been taught. Keep your references fresh and just keep looking. You know, it will where something will come up and it may not be perfect. It may not be, you know, your dream job, but (laughs) your cat. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you could hear that. Damn it, Luna, shut up. You can so hear it. Oh my God. Um, But also like find somebody to talk to about it, whether it's like, a friend, a family member, therapist, and I think a lot of people, like, you can get free therapy if you're, I mean, I guess it depends on your insurance situation, which you will find yourself in a position, American healthcare is the worst, but, you know, just talk, talk to somebody about it, don't keep your frustrations in, don't, don't rage yeah. quit, don't do that, <laughs> because as awful as yeah. a job can be, um, I'm, you never know. You never know what you might need or don't, don't put yourself in a worse situation. Plan ahead. You know, think about the long-term consequences of yeah. things, but it is possible to get yourself out of that situation. Um, yeah, It's not easy. And I'd say, I don't know if brainwashing is the right thing, but I think when you're con- kind of conditioned to deal with an environment like that, um, you know, it it is so similar to like being in a an abusive relationship where you don't oh, yeah. really realize what's happening necessarily at the time. But once you do realize it and once you can recognize that, once you make a plan, it's it's a good feeling um to know that it's not a forever thing. Yeah. Um I think I put this in the blog post, but one thing that I didn't know until after I had quit and had gone to work for the school was um, that if you're in a situation where like we were, where it was, um, I mean, legitimately, there were some things that were happening that weren't safe um, there in the state of Washington, at least that there's something called just cause. And I know that it would have been nice for me to find that out much earlier, but in certain situations like that, where you've reported an issue and it's not changed, you have just cause to quit and draw unemployment. Now, obviously, unemployment is not as much as your job, but if you're in a position where you are not feeling safe being there and you, you know, like your mental health is that affected like mine was where you're just like done with it, then. Yeah, I <laughs> I read that and I I didn't know that. And I think that is one of like people's biggest fears is that you don't want to quit a job because then you have no you know, financial resources available, but there are a lot of situations and with unemployment, even if you get denied the first, you know, right off the bat, you can appeal it and you can explain the situation. Um, It's not the most fun thing to go through. um, And it's not an instant fix, but, you know, I wish, I wish we, I wish you would have known that at the time because that would have, yeah. um, 
you know, and it, it, it can be so disheartening too, when you do try and report things and nothing comes of it, when it gets to a certain point, like there's no coming back from it. I don't feel yeah. like there's changes being made. I think in their own way, they tried to make changes happen, but you know, there are some things where, yeah, it's, there are resources. You do have to do some work on your part figuring out and I know you did a ton of have done a ton of research on trying to find out what is and isn't considered a safe workplace both mentally and physically and we I think that the state of Washington and the country as a whole can definitely do a better job of defining those things Um, so I remember there's one thing that stands out I remember with somebody I don't remember what department they were from but We've experienced and witnessed quite a bit of sexual harassment. You had a phone call there. And I think she basically told you that unless it happens directly to you, you can't report it. Oh, yeah. Um, And, And just as an example of one of these moments, we had a new employee... Uh, that was introduced as an ex-stripper that had decided to try her hand at bookkeeping. So that was, you know, so uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I think it's so hard because a lot of the time the person who is in that situation, they don't want to, you know, we see these things happening and they don't want to raise flags or report it. Um, And I think a lot of people, because, either don't see how bad it looks to others or you know just the whole culture it affects everything and when you have an environment like that so many people don't speak up and I think that was something that was hard for me is that we had you know five or six people that who were who were willing to speak up and say stuff I don't think any of us work there anymore. Yeah. But those doesn't, the things that were happening weren't necessarily being done directly to those people that would speak up. So right. it's, it's hard because you, then you start to cross that line of speaking for others, which is something that I got in trouble for. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. just be supportive of other people and have people's backs it's we are moving towards a world that is more willing to call people out on stuff like that so the more it happens the better but yeah definitely find your people like I did again you know find your work person and have them to fall back on when you're having a really crappy day because it's gonna happen I mean you're gonna be you're gonna need somebody to talk yeah and even so that's even at the best job you know you can have your your absolute dream job but you're still going to have bad days. You're still going to have those moments where you just need to vent. So if you can, if you can find your work person and if you can make those people, your people outside of work, even better. I got, I got that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Just find, find support. There are people out there, even if it's like you go online and find a Facebook group. Well, be careful with that actually. (laughs) But some people are crazy. <laughs> On second thought. But, yeah. you know, there are people out there that you can talk to. And yeah. I, like I said, I think people like you who are doing things like this just make 
make the world a better place. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you being on. That was super fun. We're going to have to have another one of these in the future, but thank you for taking time out of your day. I know you, she went to work all day. You had school. I did not have school today. I have school Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Tuesday, Thursday are work days, but I do have homework. Yeah, so she worked all day and then got home and called me to do this, and now she has homework. So, (laughs) thank you very much. But that's how that's how important it it is to talk about this stuff. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. I apologize for the cat and for the loudness. Um, I am learning to edit and learning to record, and I just didn't I didn't have my earbuds in, so I couldn't tell that everybody else could hear it as loudly as I could. So I'm getting better. Thank you for bearing with me. Um, I will be back next week, next Wednesday, with another episode. I have not decided on the topic yet 100%. I'm thinking fear since it's Halloween week, so we'll see about that. But I hope you all have a good evening, and I'll, you'll hear hear me again soon.